<laughs> you realize it took you longer. Yeah, but I didn't have to type anything. It's much better. Do you tell Siri thank you after? Sometimes. Yeah, I do. I tell Alexa thank you all the time. Yeah. I don't want to be on her bad side. Yeah. I'm, I'm way more afraid of Alexa than Siri. Like, Siri's, you know, she's in my phone. I could, I could smash her to bits. Alexa's, Alexa's everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Alexa is Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. My name is Jose, your host number one. Oh, that's how it is now. First, it was like, I'm one of the hosts. And then it was like, no, I'm not co-host. like I'm the number one host. Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm host number one. No, that's what you're you host number so two. I'm inevitably host number two. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's not a ranking system. <laughs> oh, I believe I'm the it one is. that talks first and I you talk second. Do you, want, be- do you want to do it next no, time? Okay, I don't. then. Anyway, welcome to your favorite pop culture oh, podcast. I'm Rick, by the way. <laughs> You didn't. You started complaining, so I'm just going to keep rolling with this. Welcome to your favorite pop culture podcast. We talk about movies, games, now, and comic books. We did the other day. See, it's not just films all the time, but uh, mainly it's films. Um, today we're going to talk about one film in particular that we both watched. Um, it is the new MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, Ant Man and the Wasp. Cue Ant Man Wasp theme music. <laughs> they don't have theme don't, music, right? No. Ant Man and the Wasp. We're Doing short, and then we're big. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the greatest. I just jump right into it. Uh, also, wait, wait, wait. Before we jump into it, yes. Before we jump in, feet first into the water, and inevitably trip and fall on our heads <laughs> into the water. Um, spoilers. Spoiler warning. Yeah, but it's been two weeks. You know the drill. Uh, just here, letting guys. you know, we're to, the movie's going to be spoiled. There's no hidden anything. We're going to dissect no. this movie like a frog in biology class. Uh, yeah, I never did a frog. We never did that. We Why? did owl pellets. We never did, did you do owl pellets. We never did. I anything. did owl pellets in middle school. We never did anything in high school. That was lame. So we're going to talk about this movie. We're going to talk about the details about it, but we're also going to talk about how it builds to the future of the mcu and all like the little easter eggs and stuff like that so if you haven't seen it go watch it it's definitely worth seeing in the theater oh yeah um go check it out but if you want to go in completely fresh with clear eyes bright hearts and can't lose innocent um, minds uh don't listen to this i mean listen to it but like later yeah are you yeah. just listening right now and be like whatever i'll forget about it anyway yeah um cool so Jumping right in, the coolest part of this movie was the four-foot Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, you almost got it. You're almost there. <laughs> oh, so hilarious, man. Okay, so if you never watched the first Ant-Man, too bad, go rewatch it. Yeah. Uh, read a synopsis or something. So in this, the beginning of this movie, Scott Lang is on... Uh, ankle monitor house arrest arrest. he cannot leave his house he's on he has an ankle monitor and he's on house arrest he cannot leave his house at all not even like the stoop he can't even get out so you know it starts with a really heartwarming scene with his daughter which i thought was really good where she gets to come visit him and it's funny how now the whole family is in love with scott yeah like everybody's everyone is super happy to see scott because they realize that he's not a big loser well yes that's true. Yeah. And him and Luis and the other guys have started their own security company. XCon. XCon Security, which is funny. Um, kind of, I guess. Anyway. Uh, but we learned that beca- he took a deal because of the Sokovia incident, to, because of the Civil War, to get out of jail time, um, went on house arrest, and cannot have any contact with Hank Pym, Hope Pym. Hope Van Dyne. Or Hope Van Dyne. Whatever. Pym Van Dyne. Why does she keep her mom's name? I don't know. That's really weird, right? I think she was estranged from her dad for a while. Yeah, but uh, anyway, point being is, uh, and then also uh, anybody, uh, Captain America in, in the, the baddies. Or Cap, as he refers to As he caps refers yeah. to him. Uh, so the one scene anyway, they're sliding down this makeshift slide and his foot goes outside of the thing. That was a really cool slide. It was, a, it was awesome. The whole thing was really cool. Yeah. Like It was great. Like I want to do it with my kids, but I am not a movie star. No. And I don't have a bunch of set designers to do that for me. Correct. So, no, we will not be doing that. Uh, but his foot goes outside and the FBI come and raid him to make sure he's not escaped, even though they can see where he's at. Whatever. Played by Randall Park. Which is great. Yeah, Hilarious. he did such a good job. Oh, he, yeah. it was, there was a lot of, like, levity to his character and help, you know, break up some of the... He was the Asian guy in uh, on The Office, right? He played Asian Jim. Yeah, he played oh, Asian okay, Jim. Yeah. 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 I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, then what happens is... Uh, I guess Hank and Hope are on the run. So they're on the run because of because of Ant Man's involvement in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they're trying to get Hank. Um, he's, they're trying to get their technology because they feel like they're a threat to society. Society, natural, yeah. secu- national, yeah, security. national security. Yeah. Um, and so when um, Scott Lang was in the multi miniverse, whatever the microverse. He apparently crossed quantum paths. Realm. Quantum, whatever. They call it the quantum realm in the MCU. Quantum it's realm. It's the, the microverse in the um, When he went there to the quantum realm, he apparently ran into Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp. Quantum entanglement. And there was some quantum and some sciencey yeah. words that were yeah. made. Um, basically, uh, she implanted, what the movie says, is basically she, she implanted like an antenna in him so that she could speak to the outside the other realm, the right. our Earth realm, whatever right. the freak, man. He's, he's outside of the realm. So anyway, he has a dream where he dreams about something in her past, and then he calls Hank Pym on the phone he has. Hope gets it, kidnaps uh, Scott Lang, yeah, which is hilarious, and brings it back to the lab, yeah, so that she can find it. He can find out what they've been doing, and what have they been doing, Rick? Uh, so they've been working on a quantum tunnel. Uh, so that they could then get back into the quantum realm, like send like an actual like ship, like um, what was that movie where they inner space, inner space, yes, mm-hmm. so great movie. They're gonna go into the quantum realm, inner space style. They have to meet, uh, man, I forgot his name, Walter Goggins, the guy that played. Um, I can't remember what his name is either, but yeah. he's he's the 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 tech dealer. Yeah, he meets with the tech dealer. Who who has this? Who has this last piece of the puzzle in order to get the quantum realm running, like in order to like stabilize it or whatever? And while they're in the middle of doing that, they run into Ghost, um, who is this character that can phase shift. Um, uh, the way they explain it is, Ghost can phase shift in between dimensions, um, Sunny constantly. Birch. Sonny Birch. Yes, that's who Walter Goggins played. Um, and so Ghost is the antagonist in this movie. Um, or I guess she's not really a villain. She's just kind of like... She's the antagonist. Yeah, I mean, she's, she, yeah. she's the, she's, she, all she's trying to do is she's trying to... She's working with um, another one of Hank's former associates Lawrence played Fishburne. by Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Um, who... Oh, I can't remember his freaking name either. What is it? <laughs> he's, he, he was the the name of the guy, the Goliath. Yeah, he, his, he's the Goliath character from the comics. Yeah, from the comics, uh, Bill Foster. Yeah. So Bill Foster, she's working with him because he feels that if they can leech some of the quantum energy, yep. from Janet Van Dyne, I guess, or just from anywhere of the quantum realm, that he can help stabilize. So yeah, that. basically, Janet's been in the quantum realm for thirty years. Ghost believes that, or Bill Foster believes that once they bring her back, she'll be so absorbed with quantum realm energy, which they don't really explain. They just kind of, there's like, throw this out there. They're like, here, it's quantum realm energy. Quantum quantum realm. It'll fix everything. Um, Once that she comes back, they'll be able to extract that quantum realm energy and stitch Ghost back together and stop her from being torn apart. Quantum realm energy is kind of like vibranium. A little bit. It's a lot like yeah. vibranium. It's like the fix-all for everything in this yeah. movie, which is okay. I mean, like, I've come to know this in Marvel movies anyway. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like, basically, if Tony Stark is on screen, he just makes something to fix the problem. He'll make anything he needs to. Kind of like Batman, right? Batman has a solution for everything. Yeah. So I don't care that it doesn't make any sense science-wise or yeah, it's a bunch fine. of buzzwords. It's funny and it's yeah. good. Um, so anyway, they run into Ghost and... There's a great altercation. There is the, a great fight. The the fight between so the fight between uh, Sonny Birch's henchman to get the piece because he he wants to go into he wants to basically go into business quote unquote go into business with Hope and he her wants, father. He wants to sell the to, the, to, the, to sell their tech the lab right. right. He wants to sell the tech for like he's a billion dollars. A, he's a tech dealer. Yeah. For, and Hope is like, no, we're not going to do that. And they get into an altercation, and that's a really good fight scene because it's the first time we see Janet Van Dyne. I, I mean Hope Van Dyne as the Wasp yeah. character in her suit. Um, fighting and it is she is amazing yeah she does such great. a good yeah. job yeah and uh, she's got wings and blasters yeah. and, and <laughs> there's the great lines like oh you gave her wings and blasters i guess you didn't have that tech when you're building my suit and he's like, like no, no I, I did <laughs> <laughs> i did um and so the one scene where she stops the guy from because she's basically just kicking all these guys butts she's trying to stop them from stealing that device and they get it walter sonny birch gets away with it because yeah. of ghost yeah right ghost starts fighting and then then there's a chase to try to get the tech back yep and no, they don't chase him. What happens? I don't know. You just watched them. I watched it two weeks ago. No, there's so, a chase scene because chase? Ghost runs off with the with the part. And so there's a chase scene. There's an altercation of them going back and forth. Oh, she does. She does escape yeah. with the piece. And then yeah. they have to go find it. Yeah. And they use. That's why they go see Bill Foster in the first place. Right. They go see Bill to, Foster because uh, 
basically um ghost steals the lab the lab yeah right she she finds the lab because they were carrying it in their van and she there's this really great there's this really great part where ghost gets into the van where hank is is hanging out he's running surveillance for them uh while they're fighting uh walter goggins and everybody and ghost is in there and she's basically phased her fist through his neck and she's like give me the building um and he he does because she's gonna unfaze his throat and uh and so she 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 runs off so she takes the building there's a big chase scene from that and um that's when they go see bill foster because scott makes this joke he was like i'm sure like you put a tracking device in it and hank's like i did but it's been disabled so then they this is where they realize that they had asked scott if he had destroyed the old suit uh (laughs) during civil war and they're like well Bill Foster gives them the idea, like if you modify the diffractor. No, that's that the the thing the regulator. No, it's a diff, it's a diffractor. Is it a diffractor? It was like if you modify the diffractor, you should, you might be able to. Um, is it a find French, the building? Is it French diffractor. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche, indeed. <laughs> uh, anyway, he gives them a thing to yeah. some some device. He gives some, them an idea. Yeah and, yeah, and and it's only but the new suits don't have it. Correct, right? And because he modified them, he, he modified. upgraded them. So the old suit has it, but they destroyed yeah. the old suit. But he actually didn't destroy the old suit. And this is where we get the scene <laughs> where they have to. They they're looking for this trophy that uh, Cassie gave Scott, his daughter, that says "World Best Grandma" for Father's <laughs> Day, and. Uh, he sends Luis to go look for it in the house. And they're like, no, bro, I don't have it. And they find out that Cassie took it to show and tell. And so Scott's suit is going haywire. And when he, he phases into like giant man or like he shifts into yeah, giant a man. little giant bigger. Yeah. yeah. And then like, it, um, what's her face? Wasp finally gets it working and he, he shrinks down to like a four foot tall, little four foot kid. tall, little. Yeah. And it's, it's just hilarious. It's hilarious. It's a great scene. So they put him in like a hoodie and everything. He's yeah. walking around and he's running and he's so small. It's it's so <laughs> hilarious, man. It's <laughs> a great like scene. Jump down, the stairs. jump down the stairs and everything. Yeah. And so he looks like he's this kid in this, this elementary school yeah. and they get the trophy, they get the suit. It's been shrunk and yeah. then they're able to locate ghost yeah. through this in her creepy, old haunted house yeah like it's a real haunted house for real um and so they they go they, they go find track her, her they down. take her well and then she she and then she captures them again like, yeah she's really good at this yeah because like, they find her sleeping in her little bed yeah so ghost goes back to her house into her base she's trying to recharge from uh to stop basically phasing in and out of dimensions and they find her they go they go to confront her and get the lab back and of course she phased out of her room and came and captured them again so she's really good at that and you find out that she's been a hired assassin or like she's been trained yeah, as an assassin from shield from by shield of course uh since she was a child yeah and then this is when you find out also that bill foster has been working yeah. with her yeah. uh, ava is her name um, in order to try to help her out. And he's really just trying to help her out because he was there when... So basically her father used to work with Hank. Hank caught him stealing stuff or stealing right. plans or whatever and fired him and got rid of him, discredited him, disbarred him, everything. A jerk. Like, well, I mean, I don't know if he's no, a jerk or... He's a jerk. He's an egotistical maniac. Probably, but jerk. I mean, this guy was stealing stuff but from just him, so like, he ruined just his like life. Just like all the Starks are. Yes, okay, he's a, he's a, he's a complicated genius. Yes. How about that? And so her father decides to try to recreate what they were trying to do and he destroys his lab in the process, but right. his daughter comes back and you know, with like she runs back to him to try to help him out because she's worried about him. And the lab explodes. Her parents die. She doesn't, but now that's why she's phasing in and out of the dimension. Um, so she just has a quantum, quantum disease. Quantum disease. Quantumitis. 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 And so uh, this is where she went to Bill Foster because he was the one first one on the scene right. from Shield. Uh, took care of her. Now he's after Shield collapsed, she was like you know rudderless now and so he took her in that flash sequence that flashback sequence that's Lawrence fishburne's son is it really yeah oh wow yeah i didn't know Lawrence fishburne had a son i didn't either i don't know a lot about Lawrence fishburne <laughs> and his family um but yeah yeah that's interesting to know i just thought it was a random actor yeah because you know marvel has marvel and disney now have the techno the ability to like regenerate everyone's youth <laughs> yeah maybe they just you know yeah well they made robert Downey jr look uh Look younger, weird, did. weirdly and, younger, and Michael Douglas. Yeah, and see, Michelle Pfeiffer. They just do it, man. Yeah, yeah. they made Michelle Pfeiffer look younger too. Um, so anyway, um, so now they have the 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 
lab and yeah. they're going to do this thing yeah. and kill her mom, whatever. And she's all worried about it. And in this time, they found, didn't they, didn't they talk to the mom already at this point? Yeah. Right? E, no, not, not, not yet. That's not till afterwards. Oh, this time. They, yeah. they, so they got away from yeah. this and stole the lab back. Yes. And then they went to the middle of the woods yeah. and started to try to, you know, contact mom. They contacted Janet yeah. through the antenna in Scott's head. And he. Yeah. That was a great sequence. So great. So yeah. basically, she takes control of him. Yeah. And she's like looking at them. And the dude, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Paul, Rudd. Paul Rudd is amazing. He did such at this. a good job. He's so good. He's looking yeah. at them all lovingly like a mother would. Yeah. And uh, and so anyway, they talk to her and she gives them the exact location of where she's in the quantum they realm. They only got two hours. They only have two hours, a good time frame. And so in the middle of all this, like after the, the talk happens and Scott's like, how did I get up here? He's, you know, dazed and he didn't knows nothing about what just happened. Yeah. Uh, so Luis contacts him. And says, "Hey, man, I'm freaking out about these plans of this big, you know, there's the they're big deal they're gonna make a big, con- big a security contract." And he's freaking out about it. And so he tells Luis, "Hey, just come out here to where I am, and I'll change the plans right away because he needs these extra security cameras." Well, he tells Luis the location of the secret yeah. lab in the middle of the woods, yeah. and then he's Walter Goggins, Sonny Birch shows up, and in <laughs> another it, great scene, yeah. this movie is hilarious it, with the with the truth serum. With the truth serum, <laughs> it's not truth serum. <laughs> It's a it's a formula that I've concocted that'll make you kind of pliable and, and very very suggestible, and so anyway, um, Sonny Birch asks Luis after he's been hit with this quote unquote truth serum, yeah, uh, tell me where Scott Lang is, and he goes, that's an interesting question, and then he goes <laughs> in one of those montages, and this is the best freaking montage really ever, is. and he's basically talking about how he first met Scott in prison, and how he's yeah. getting divorced, and he was sad and everything, and he's talking about all the events that have led up to this one point in his relationship with Hope, and all this, and in, in the middle, Walter, uh, Tony Birch is like, hey, dude, I like a story more than and most, most, but uh, can I get to the point here? No, he, 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 I think the line was like, not where he's at emotionally, <laughs> where he's at literally. <laughs> He's like, that's part of it, man. Yeah. And, then the, and then the the Russian guy, the the ex con Russian guy, goes, he goes, uh, oh no. So uh, Ti says, once you put a once you put a coin in him, man, <laughs> yeah. he's you gotta let him play. Yeah. And he's like, he's like an a, a, a human jukebox. Or something. Yeah. He says, all I got. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And so he he basically finally gives away the location of where he's at. Ghost finds out. She she appears out of nowhere, yeah. and, and the like, Russian goes, Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga. <laughs> And uh, so there's a confrontation in the woods. Um, well, no, no, there's no confrontation. So the the Sonny Birch sends the FBI and the Homeland yep. Security to go get them in the woods. Scott tells them, uh, what's it, Hank and Hope, hey, look, I made a mistake. The cops are on their way. Yeah. I have to leave because they're going to get my ankle monitor. Because at this point, he only has two days left of his of his house arrest. Yeah. And if he gets busted, he's going to prison for 20 years. Yeah. And they did something to his ankle monitor to kind of make it seem like he's... Oh, no. He put it on, he they, put it on an they ant. They put it on an ant. They put it on an ant yeah. that's, that, that's designed that was, to do his movements. It was trained to mimic all of his movements. <laughs> Which consists of sitting around watching TV all day, yeah. playing the drums, sitting in the tub, sitting for, two in the tub for two hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so there's scenes of this big ant intermittently doing all these things. And yeah. It's hilarious. Um, so anyway, the cops actually arrest, uh, the FBI arrests Hank and Hope. Yep. And, but Sonny Birch has someone on the inside who steals the lab. Yeah. And, and, and now it's a fully functioning, and, yeah, and then it gets ghosted. So it's a fully functioning lab. Um, and so she, so then there's a chase scene. Like, so Scott breaks him out of prison, which is a really cool scene. And then now they're chasing after the lab. Yep. And so is Sonny Birch. Sonny Birch gets the lab now, and then and then Ghost is chasing them too. So they're all trying to get this lab, and it's a really cool chase scene through. I think they're in San Francisco. Yeah, they're in San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, it's really cool. And so anyway, um, so she steals it. Ghost steals it at the end. You know, puts it up somewhere in the middle of in the middle of the city. Well, before that, um, Sonny actually gets it. Oh, he does so get it. That's th- why there, there's a big there's a big car wreck, and the chase scenes in this movie are, are so good. This is where you get the big flying Pez dispenser uh, mm-hmm. going through the air. Um, you get a lot of like the cars like shrinking down. Oh, the size those, those, going, those scenes are amazing, man. They're just done so well. Um, but uh, Sonny Birch actually gets the the lab. He goes off into a ferry, and um, uh, Ant Man turns in, has turned into Giant Man at this point. And uh, there's this great scene where he like he goes out into the ocean and he starts mimicking like a whale. Like coming up to the ferry, and like one of the the captain is like, "Look what we have!" Like, oh, an oh early it's, a, riser, it's an yeah. early sighting, and they're like, "What is that?" Is and Ant Man comes or Giant Man comes out of the water, 
And he picks up Sonny Birch by the hand. He's yeah. like, now you're just making a fool of yourself. Give me the lab. <laughs> and so he gets the lab. He puts it down. But the problem with being Ant-Man is that it's super exhausting. Giant, giant Man is super exhausting. And, yeah. Being Giant Man is super exhausting. And so he's starting to lose consciousness. And he says that the air is real chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's because like bringing in that much water into your system when you're that big like makes it kind of feel like you're drowning. Oh, really? Like there's there's so much water. Like, in, like you're just accumulating so much. Um so it makes the air feel heavy. Um, and then he passes out into the ocean. Um, at this point, Luis has the... He, he basically throws it on a pier. Luis has the remote. They make it. They make the lab big. And then Wasp goes after Ant-Man. Yeah, because, Giant Man. because uh, Ghost takes it from Luis, yeah. right? And then the lab's right there and just makes it happen right there. Yeah. Um, and then Wasp goes after Ant-Man. And yeah. they have to figure out how to try to get... I don't remember what I so Wasp goes so after Ant Man. He he's passed out. They bring it. They bring him back up. They get into the lab and uh, they decide. They finally get into the quantum realm. So Hank actually is the one that goes into the oh, quantum they, realm. They, come, they shrink it down, right? Yeah, Hank, okay. Hank actually goes into the quantum realm. He get, he's going down in there. He's he's. They have the signal. They of course after all this, they only have like fifteen minutes left. Yeah, uh, to find to to find Janet. And so they're, they're going to the quantum realm in what looks like an Ultraman costume. Yeah, it's a little weird. Why, why, why didn't you just wear an Ant-Man costume weird. or something? It was really weird. Um, they go into the quantum realm and they see water bears, which are the little little microorganisms yeah. that are floating. They look like water bears. Um, and of course, they lose signal when Hank loses the signal when he runs into the water bears at this point. And of course, it recalibrates. And because there's a lot of stuff going on up. Oh, yeah, they're driving and they're the, trying to escape because it, it's what's really weird is like when they're in the quantum realm, they're still in the space where they physically exist like yeah. in the real world, but just like on a very like small, tiny, yeah, tiny, tiny <laughs> level. So things that happen in, in the maybe even a in, micro <laughs> level, things that happen in the big, big world. Uh, are affecting like the signal that he has and so he finally makes it down he keeps going further and further he's starting to lose his mind he doesn't know what's happening and he gets there and he lands like really close to the coordinates and he's starting to walk around just on random pieces of matter and of course he loses signal and at this point he's starting to go insane um because the quantum realm apparently does something really weird to your mind he has this really weird uh dream where he's in their house and hope is there like what's wrong you know you look you look like you're getting sick or whatever scott's like uh, scott says something like i think he apologizes to him and then bill foster comes and him and bill foster one thing we kind of skipped over is um hank pym and bill foster have a very heated relationship they They do not like each other they hate each other um they're basically competing scientists and they basically believe the other is an idiot so Bill Foster in his dream is kind of like is kind of getting onto him and insulting him, and then you see this weird like shrouded figure in the background, and I mean we all know who it is. It's it's Janet Van Dyne Van Dyne Van Dyne Van Dyne as the wasp in her in her get up, and she approaches Hank and touches his face and brings everything back to normal. Yeah, brings him back to normal. So she has With some her quantum healing energy, quantum healing powers. Yeah. So I mean, a bunch of other stuff happens, yeah. right? But but basically, at the end of the movie. So, well, the one is thing really important. It, it is important <laughs> because when they when they come back out, Ghost is still trying to heal herself. Yeah. So there's an altercation. I was about to get to that. Oh, I thought you were going to no, go straight to the credits. No, I was going to go to that. Okay, fine. So anyway, she they bring Janet back. Everything's kind of resolved, right? They they did this plan where they were going to get her out of there, and but Ghost is still phasing in and out, and she's like, "I still need help." Yeah. And um, so Janet touches the side of her temples like she did with Hank. Yeah and cures her yeah but not fully cures but i mean she she stabilizes her, yes basically and so they they're basically saying we're gonna we're gonna figure this out together you know we're in this and so it turns she's not an antagonist anymore even though she had to escape you know and get and go into hiding or whatever because now of course the government's she's after an her. assassin yeah and she's also an assassin um, but Bill says, I'm going to stay with you because yeah. we're into this. So it's it's interesting because the bad guys are, of course, Sonny Birch and his people trying to steal this stuff. But the actual antagonist at the end really is an antagonist who's just looking for some kind of resolution. I mean, she could almost be a hero at this point. Yeah. Like she could come back as a hero. Oh, she could. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, anyway, so that's how it that's how it ends. The movie ends with them with them. Everything kind of working out. Yeah. Scott is no longer on an ankle monitor. He's not on house arrest. He's not also. He's also not standing on an ankle monitor <laughs> at all. 
Um, <laughs> he's freed of all charges, but the, it's funny because Sonny, what's Sonny Park? What's his name? Randall Park. Randall Park. The FBI agent that's been chasing after him knows that he was a part of this whole big yeah. old thing, but he cannot prove it because they yeah. they figured a way to make it. So, and he's like, "I know you did it, but I cannot prove, and I'll see you around." And he's like, uh, "You mean like, are you asking me to go somewhere?" <laughs> and then there's this whole exchange; it's hilarious. And he's like, "No, I'm not asking you to go to anywhere." It's like, "Oh, because I thought you meant like you'll see me like later or something like that." He's, he's like, "Because like, no. yeah, I thought that would be <laughs> weird. Like you're asking me like to dinner or something." And he's like, "No, that no, would be weird. Like I wouldn't ask you to dinner. I mean, would you want to go to unless dinner? you want to go to dinner? Do you yeah, go grab my tea." Like this guy has no friends yeah. whatsoever, and so anyway, so it's a joyous re- re- uh, reunion with his family, yeah. and now he can be with his daughter, and everybody's hugging, and it's all love and greatness, and then also Hank and Hope and yeah. Janet are reunited. So then there's the mid credit scene. Yes, and do you want to talk about the mid credit? Yeah. Scene? So this movie obviously takes place before Infinity War, uh, before any 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 of that happens, but then it picks up the mid credit scene pick up right as. I'm assuming New York and Wakanda are happening. Yes. Um, and they, uh, Scott goes back into the quantum realm because they need to get more quantum, quantum realm energy, healing, healing energy, energy. Um, to, f- to finish fixing ghost or at least to make it. They want to study more. it and all yeah, this. Whatever. Um, and while he's down there, he's communicating with them uh, through walkie talkies. And while he, he, he fills up the canister and he's like, all right, guys, take me back up. And no one's answering him. And so the camera pans out. It comes out, uh, out of the quantum realm. And all you see is dust. Ash. Everywhere. Just ash just floating. Ash. With three ash pot, Three ash stacks floating yeah. in the wind. You see... You start to see... Um, and then the the very last credit scene where you have the, the Scott ant playing the drums also kind of shows you San Francisco where you see a little bit of rubble. Like you see some buildings in the background that are on fire. And you see that the emergency services are all over the television. Right, because like I didn't every, watch this. I didn't, didn't, no, no, I didn't watch the scene. Yeah, so as the the credits, I had like, to pee. The credits end, and you see the camera pans over, pans across San Francisco. You see like some buildings on fire. You see the TV, and it has the emergency broadcast signal going onto it, and it pans over, and you, you see the ant playing the drums uh, for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. So uh, I guess you know this is a sign of what the world's going to be like when we pick yeah. up in Avengers Four. Yeah. Is that it's chaos? Yeah. Basically. So all in all, I really enjoyed this movie. Like everyone else is saying, I think it's a great palate cleanser uh, from Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, yeah. man. It was um, a, it's just a fun, lighthearted romp, man. It is. It's very lighthearted. I think, uh, you know, this is one of the formulas that Marvel is starting to follow um, as far as like how they diversify their movies. Um, and I feel like this is definitely one of the more, this is one of the more lighthearted comedy centric action movies, right? But not only that, you ha- you brought in the Wasp character and you bring in Ant-Man and there's a lot of really great action sequences. Mm-hmm. I would say some of the best. Oh, yeah. Well, very well done. Yeah. Um, and I, I think an important thing is that if you liked the first Ant-Man, You'll this, really is, like this, this is better than that movie. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a it's not better. It's just the next evolution of that movie. Yeah. Right? It's a good sequel to this movie. And I think it's it, this is going to be really important and I hope they keep up with this. But I think what Marvel has learned is that they will have more success with buddy movies yeah. where you have two heroes instead of just one um, that are working together. Um, and, and I think we kind of saw, we saw the beginning of that with winter soldier where you have mm-hmm. uh, black widow and captain America fighting together. Um, and of course there's Avengers, but that wasn't, that was more of just a big team up and yeah. less of a buddy cop m- movie. Um, and you really saw it in Ragnarok. And I feel like this is an extension of and that. you know, right? I will even say it in Iron Man 2, which was not the greatest no. movie, but him and Rhodey together fighting 100%. was cool, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see not... I mean, you, you go to Avengers for those big set pieces where right. there's a bunch of uh, people fighting. But I think what I like in these movies that have been coming out is it's one or two heroes and it's yeah. really cool to see them work together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think had some great liners just one great one liners in here um paul rudd is the top of his game as uh, scott lang dude is about to be 50 is he really yeah oh man he's hilarious dude yeah it's a great great movie michael douglas was a crotchety old man so he was really he crotchety they his, turned up the crotchety he, on this he, he was basically himself i guess yeah. um uh but evangeline lily as hope van dyne man she did a really good job and i think you know i think the big question that we have after avengers 4 you know, 
Chris Evans's contract is up. Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is up. Who's going to take over the lead of the Avengers? And I think there's some really promising between you have Wasp, um, who's very much a leader. It's obviously going to be Captain Marvel. And you have Captain Marvel. It's obviously going to be Captain yeah. Marvel. I think you can't, you can't have anybody else but Captain Marvel be yeah. the leader because she's one of the most powerful uh, Avengers. True. Um, and she's Captain Marvel. So she's like a captain. She's the you know, well, Cap, no, I'm like Captain America. Like it's she's the you yeah, know. Yeah, no, 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 I got exactly okay. what you were saying. I, I got exactly what you're she's saying. She's the captain. Yeah, she's the lead of the head Is of the she? ship. Yeah, she's the captain. She? Yeah. Um. So, I you know I, I see a lot of these ranking lists of like oh I rank this movie those are yeah. top because there's so many freaking Marvel movies. Yeah. Um. But I mean this is like a middle of the pack movie. It's it not is. like it's not definitely not Wasn't the, very the greatest. Top. And it it like the but a movie like this I can ignore all the flaws in it. Because it is just a fun, enjoyable movie. Super fun. And it's formulaic. It's like yeah. Marvel standard formula, you know, superhero movie. And I was okay with that. I didn't care at all. I was just yeah. like, do I get to see ants? Do I get to see uh, shrinking? And I, I will continue to say this. For anyone that is like, oh, you know, Winter Soldier was so good or Infinity War was so good because it's just, they're so dramatic, right? If all of the movies are that dramatic and that level, what do we end up with? The DC Extended Universe. <laughs> I was watching Justice League last night. I'm sorry. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's I believe still, in truth. It's still terrible. And justice. Oh, yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, yeah. No, I mean, a good mix of like, it's like I said, a palate cleanser because you had Black Panther. Yeah. Which is a pretty. It was very serious. Very there, serious there's movie. There's some levity. Parts. But I yeah. mean, in, in any any Marvel movie, you're going to have some, some levity, right? But it was a very serious film about changing the ways of the old guard. And then yeah. you had Infinity War, which is just super like grueling it was like a workout man yeah and then you had this it's just like oh well, cool we're yeah. you know i'm throwing a pez dispenser and making it but then it ties in really nicely mm-hmm. into what's going on and so there's a couple of hints about what most of the hints like like apparently i went and watched some easter egg videos apparently there was um uh, a wasp outline when scott goes into the quantum realm in the first movie like you see her in the quantum realm. Yeah, I guess because yeah. they did some flashbacks and yeah. you see it again, so it must be in there originally. Yeah, so it's in it's in there with with the with the A Man movies. You really don't get the the nuance or like the hidden stuff mm. until like the Blu Rays come out because people have to like start stop um, it and watch like, it. Yeah, yeah free streaming it. So one of the other ones I, I've seen is so one of the big questions that Holly and I had was okay, she's been hanging out here for thirty years. What's she been doing? Yeah. How does she get this? Like, I, I, the first thing I was like, where'd she get the shroud? The little thing. Where'd she, where'd she get that from? Did she made it? Well, she, so if you look back in, in, the, in the quantum realm in the background, there's what looks like a city. Really? And in, in the comics, in the microverse, there is a city inside of... Inside the of microverse. inside of the microverse, there's a whole civilization inside the microverse. So there's a possibility that that's where Janet was hanging out, and left all those people behind. Well, she she's now connected to them. Like she knows where they're at. She oh, knows okay. how to she get back, back there. And and she's whatnot. a spy. Who knows? Maybe she is. Well, it doesn't matter because she's dead. Yeah. So whatever. Um. So she might have been hanging out there, which which you know kind of brings into what's going to happen in Phase Four. Is this going to be introduced? Also, right before Scott goes into the quantum realm, she's like, she kind of tells him, like, this is where you go. This is where you find the quantum healing energy. Don't go into a time vortex because you'll either get shot into the future or in the past and we won't be able to find you. So you think he's going to get in a time Scott vortex? Scott is now in the quantum realm. He has no way of getting out. So he has no direction. He's he has gonna... no direction. And he's probably going to run into a time vortex, which throws him into Avengers 4. You think it's going to throw him to the future? It's probably going to throw him to the Battle of New York. The which uh, Aven- Avengers 1. Oh, yeah. what? So a lot of the set photos that have been coming out yeah. have current age cost, uh, current age actors in their Battle of New York costumes. Like so, you have Captain America in his in the first version so of his costume. So they're going to recreate the Battle of New York? I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to play out. But basically, he's going to have to figure out. So, sorry, jumping a lot in here. So they've they've figured out that there's other ways of time travel. They they've introduced that right because mm-hmm. instead of just the time stone, you have these time vortexes in the in the um, quantum realm. You also you now have quantum healing energy, right? Which so they can harness that. He now has a canister of it, 
and they can do whatever they want with it at this point. Um, you can make it do anything. And you've also introduced multiple dimensions or parallel universes mm-hmm. in this with the ghost character, right? Cause that's what she was doing. Her body's phasing in and out constantly of different dimensions or parallel universes, however you want to say it. Um, so they've introduced all three of those things very subtly in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so now we don't need the time stone to time travel. Um, and, uh, in theory, the quantum realm time vortexes, vertices, what uh, vortexes, vortexes, um, are probably going to be more powerful than time stone because all we've seen the time stone be able to do is a very, you. is a very small radius, right? Like at the end of Dr. Strange, he's able to turn back time like a couple where, of minutes yeah. where Dormammu attacked in um, Hong Kong, but he couldn't, he's not be able, able to turn back time everywhere. Right. It's very, Oh, it's very space. It's limited. To yeah. The, it's to limited the location to his surroundings. Okay. Right. Whereas the time vortex actually right. takes you back in time. And like when, uh, Thanos, um, brings back vision, he can, he narrowed it down to that pocket where vision. That's weird. Stood. Right. How does that even work? I'm so, I hate time travel. <laughs> I freaking hate time travel. Just want to let you know. Yeah. So I, I fully believe based off what I've seen from set photos, what I've seen, moving forward and like the the casting art or like the the art and everything ant-man's going to be a pivotal character in avengers 4 there is also a casting for an older cassie Ooh, who stature becomes stature mm-hmm. in the, in the avengers. comics young right? avengers so scott's gone he he just reunited with his family everyone's happy with him and then boom and then boom he's gone again right and so now you have this older version of cassie who maybe he pops out into the future and then creates something to go back in time or whatever. And you, he have to deal, he has to deal with her. Right. Hmm. If for some reason or another, there's an older version of Cassie. So they're going to be time traveling. Yeah. Whatever. Cool. I'll deal with it when it comes out and I'll love it. But anyway, this movie was good. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was a fun ride. It was good for kids. It's okay. There's a little bit of language. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of language. Depends on how you parent. You know, whatever. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, then again, I would have probably let my kid watch Thor Ragnarok, which was full of which chock you, full you of... Which you thought it was, it was like a full-on good, I thought it was good. Comedy. I thought it was good for a six-year-old, but apparently it had a lot of sexual innuendo and was not good for a six-year-old. However, I would let my six-year-old watch it because they wouldn't get any of those references. Anyway, um, cool, man. So, yeah, it was a great movie. It really uh, was. Great acting all yeah. around. Um good palate cleanser yeah i like that so solid uh next moving on we're still going to talk about more movies yeah uh, the last movie that we watched last movie uh i watched here here's my problem is no problem <laughs> there's a lot of stuff coming out on netflix right now and it's a mixed bag yes, i don't know if it's very, good very mixed i don't bag. know if it's bad it has they have trailers and everything uh they start showing these trailers on television now and still, you can't tell if it's going to be good or bad. So you got to roll the dice and or go not. with it. Or not. And go with it. You don't have to and I watched How It Ends. How with, was? Did you roll the dice on this one? I did. With Forrest Whitaker and... Forrest Whitaker's in this movie? He is. And the dude from Divergent. Sure. Uh, that guy. Divergent guy. Four is his name. Already from dumb. Divergent. If you've never seen Divergent, there's a person named Four. So you know what you're getting into. Yeah uh it was it was decent so it basically takes place um some catastrophic event happens on the west coast power goes out across the country um forrest whitaker is this salty military guy and theo theo james i think no four (laughs) is dating his daughter and so he's going to ask forrest whitaker for permission to marry his daughter they don't like each other at all um, so they're at odds, but this event happens while he's in uh, Theo Chicago. James is right. Theo James. So Theo James goes ask. This event happens. They live in Seattle. He flies to Chicago. This event happens when he's in Chicago, and his fiance, uh, baby mama, is in Seattle. Who's pregnant? She she is, and Forrest Whitaker doesn't know that. Oh no! And so basically, when the event happens, um, being an old military guy and being very protective of his daughter. He's basically like, I'm going to go get my daughter. The question is, are you coming with me? Does and, Forrest Whitaker actually say that? Yeah. He, okay. like, does, he talk like, does he talk yeah. like that? Oh, my gosh. Um, Forrest Whitaker. And Theo James plays this guy who is a lawyer. He has He's fit, but he doesn't know how to do anything. Yeah. You know, um, just your typical millennial. Kind wow. Of, 
Wow. I'm just saying. Sick I'm burn, all you millennials. As well, but he's like very typical. Sick burn. Like, I don't know does how to do Does he eat avocado things. toast? Yeah, he does. Anyway. <laughs> he can't buy a house. Um, so they start making their way to Seattle from Chicago. And it's it's very difficult. There's a lot of altercations that they go through. There's a lot of fighting. They run into some bad people, as you would. Um, it takes them like six or so days to get from Chicago to Seattle. Uh, that seems very short. Are they driving? They're driving. That seems very short still. I mean, it seems very short in this scenario, yeah. right? Yes, like six days? Exactly. I'm like, come on. I mean, the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and it yeah. took you six days to make it to Seattle? I mean, it'd probably take me more six days There's to do now. There's one part where everything's on fire. Like everything? Everything is on fire. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Should I spoil this movie? No, I don't know if you want to. I no. don't. I'm, I'm, I want to watch it now, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, watch the movie. It's. I will say, was it, it better is, than Cargo? No. Okay. No. Is Did you watch better, Cargo? Is, no. Is it better than Bright? Yes. Okay. Definitely better there's, than. Bright. There's the scale right there. We yeah. need. Yeah. Better than Bright, not as good as Cargo. Yeah. If you've ever seen Bright or Cargo, yeah, it's in between. That's those where it movies. falls. <laughs> uh, I. It was a good medium movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's okay. The acting is is pretty good. Actually, Forrest Whitaker was really good. Theo James was horrible, as he is in most things. Oh, poor Theo like, James. Ad- he was adequate. He was, he was an adequate actor. Just like his character. Yeah. He's like a lawyer. Exactly. He's like a lawyer that walked onto a movie set and was like, what do I do? Oh, hold the gun here? Cool. Uh, Am I doing this right? So at one point, <laughs> he doesn't know how to shoot a gun. He's never shot a gun before and, in his and life. He's... And then like 20 minutes later... He's like he's like master marksman from Wanted. He's like curving bullets. Now that's and, I, I hate that stuff. I do like, too. It's so hard to shoot. Yeah. Like you ha- might have some skill, like yeah. some big get- like just some God given skill. Yeah, just it might have it right. 100%. But you're not going to be like yeah that marksman without years of training. I mean, like the first time he picks up a gun, he doesn't know that he has to put one in the chamber. Like he doesn't know how to pull you know like to how to load it at all and then the second time like he has to use a gun he's just like he's like driving 80 miles an hour and like popping people off and like through the windows it's like like, dude uh, come on yeah Yeah. you're not that cool man yeah so the last movie i watched was actually bill and ted's excellent adventure (laughs) i just remembered right now (laughs) um i did watch mortal kombat as well so i'll talk let's talk about mortal kombat because we just talked about fighting games last week so um Mortal Kombat is actually a it's not a good movie. No, but as far as fighting movies go. Yeah, but well, you okay, it's the best fighting game movie cuz there's only like 4 of them. Yeah. Right? There's Dead or Alive, there's Tekken, there's I Street Fighter. Dead or Alive has ever made yes. a movie. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> and there's Street Fighter. Yeah. Um so it's not a good movie though. No. Like I wouldn't I'd watch it and it's so and it, but it's the 90th movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And when I it say really that, is. I mean, it's just from the 90s because it was made in 1994, I think. And it is the 90s movie with the 90s soundtrack. 100%. Other than Hackers probably has the most 90s soundtrack. No, I don't know, man. It just depends the genre, right? Yeah. But it's a 90s movie through, through and through. Um, but it's funny and it's fun. And you just, if you get past all the like non-acting in the movie, it's good because it will, like, it's really not, there's no acting, but the fight James be in this movie. Theo James could not be in this movie because he'd ruin it, but he could be (laughs) like, I think, uh, who's Chris, Christopher Lambert is a Raiden. Raiden. Oh man, he's so bad. And the accent is just there because he's French Quebec, I think. Right. And something like that. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) but the fighters have earth realm. And I'm like, I can't understand what you're saying, bro. I don't know what you're saying. Who are you? Uh, the guy who plays Shang Tsung is great. Yeah. He's amazing. He's a good actor, period. Um, Robin Shu plays uh, Liu Kang. That's right. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Man. It's very oh, dry. Oh, it's, it's terrible. And just dull. It's the, even his fighting sucks. But Johnny Cage, his character, that guy is awesome, man. Yeah. I forget. Lynn Ashby. I can't remember. Lyndon Ashby, I think is his name. Anyway. I don't, I've never seen this guy in another movie. I think he's like American Kickboxer, American Ninja. None of these people have ever been in no, another movie. No, Bridget, Bridget, uh, is her name Bridget Nielsen. I don't know what her name is yeah. either. Like but a, was she Buffy plays... the Vampire Slayer? No. No. I can't remember. But who plays Sonya Sonya? Blade? So let me forget the rest of this movie. This is the one thing I want to talk about, about Mortal Kombat. So when you watch the fight between Johnny Cage and Scorpion, you watch the fight between Liu Kang and the Jamaican dude with the dreads who keeps going... <laughs> Like he's a freaking uh, lion or something. I don't know what he's doing. Like he's a snake and he's going to spit venom at him. Um, and then you have the fight between even Liu Kang and Sub-Zero. 
they hold their own, right? But Sonya gets into a fight with Kano, this guy who he she has been chasing forever. Yeah. And she kind of holds her own for a little but then she gets punched and like you see her go, oh, and she's like be crumpling to the ground. And I'm like, really? They like, made her so weak. And I'm like, she's not weak though. She's very strong. Yeah. It was very frustrating to me. I mean, she ends up killing him, but whatever. Um, but you, it's totally different fights. Totally different fights. So, um, and then Gore gets punched in the nuts. So there you go. That's pretty much the whole movie right there. <laughs> the whole movie. There's some 90s techno and a forearm dude gets hit in his crotch. And you see a lizard as reptile. Liz Hoth. That was pretty cool. I mean, that was cool. Like, I part of this is a nostalgia factor because I remember when this movie came 100%. out and I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I made my Look, mom take me to see there. that movie. Oh, this is so cool. But it really isn't cool. And there's so many things that I have a problem with this movie, like the fact that um, sub, sub, uh, no, no, Scorpion's spear is not a spear. It's actually a living creature yeah. or something. But then it dies, and I'm like, does he regenerate it? I had so many questions. And then they die so easily, and I'm like, what the heck? But then they come yeah. back in the second movie anyway. So um, Mortal Kombat, thumbs up. Bill and Ted, I don't even need to talk about Bill and Ted's Exodus. It's fantastic. Because that movie is amazing. So they, good. They don't need to make another one. No, they do. They do not, actually. They do. They actually no, do. They please don't. No, they stop. do. Fun fact about Bill and Ted, when when the first time I ever watched it, which I saw on VHS, because um, I don't think I saw it in theater, there's that scene where Bill and Ted meet Bill and Ted in the parking lot of the Circle K. Yeah. Right? When, Something strange is afoot at the Circle K. When uh, they tell him, they tell each other their past selves to listen to Rufus, but Bill says, listen to, to this dude Rufus. He knows what he's talking about. I didn't hear the this. I didn't hear them say this dude. I heard them to say, "Listen to Dude Rufus," and so I thought his full name for dude the longest Rufus. time was Dude Rufus. <laughs> I think his name is Dude Rufus. <laughs> um, and then I started. So I'm getting on these like like watching these old movies and watching yeah. the sequels. So I'm watching Bogus Journey right now. Nice. I think it's a little you. rough. No, it's, it's not a little rough. It is just as good as the original movie. Yeah. I'm t- I love Bogus Journey, um, but it's just the whole evil. Oh, it's so funny. He takes his head off and plays basketball with it. It's so <laughs> That's good. That's right. It's so. It's it's just so out of. It's crazy. It's a crazy movie, and it's so out of whack that it just makes it amazing. Um, there was a cartoon series, which was also good. Yeah, I remember the Nintendo game. Also good. Never played the Nintendo game. It's not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> You had to collect pudding cups or something. Movie games back then, the nineties movie were games, terrible. Oh, they're the best, dude. The best. If by best you mean the, <laughs> the worst. worst, the worst ever. Like terrible. Every single one that came out. It was yeah. well, number one. It was made by L- LJN or LNJ. I can't remember that one company. The one company they made all the licensed games. Yeah, and they were all crap. Like they would take one scene. So basically, there's a scene in Bill and Ted where they feet he they're they're like in the middle of their trip okay first off how did all those people fit in that stupid telephone thing there's no way you had a, like lincoln's in there genghis khan yeah. and why are they going along with this i understand bill the kid because he's kind of like a wild guy but yeah. Fr- freud is our fruit what's sigmund Fr- freud freud and then you have socrates socrates as they call him <laughs> yes. i love they keep calling them socrates yeah. Um, you have all these dudes in there. There's no way they fit. There's no way. No, they there's fit. definitely not. It's impossible. Yeah. But then they they take a mid they take a break, in I think they're in like in the past, like one million BC, whatever. And there's cavemen and everything, because they're trying to yeah okay they take a break because they're trying to fix the antenna on okay. the thing right, and so they have all these pudding cups, all these pudding yeah. cups for them. It's like snack break, guys. Who knows? Really How do they have those? enough pudding cups for all those yeah. people? Number one, <laughs> and they're eating pudding. So the point I'm trying to make is that this one scene where they have to give them pudding cups. So pudding cups becomes like a major component to the Nintendo game, and I'm like, what is? I don't understand this. Why is this a major component? They had pudding cups one time. Um, so that's basically how they license games where they take one scene to be like, Just hey, wouldn't it be cool it. if you had to like collect pudding cups? Oh, that's a great idea. Let's collect pudding cups, man. Why, why is that a good idea? <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, that's off. I'm off my soapbox yeah. now. Are you? Are you done? I am definitely off my are soapbox. So real quick before we before we end the show, we just talked a lot about a lot of stuff. Um, let's do a quick versus. Rick. Oh, my gosh. Wasps versus bees. <laughs> Neither, because I'm terrified of them. I've never been stung before in my life, and I have a very healthy fear of both of them, to the point where we were at the zoo one time, 
and a bee landed on Holly. Did you and, run away? No, like we were in the train. We were in the train oh, no. and it landed on Holly. And I'm like, free. Did you jump out of the train? No. Did you almost jump out of the train? But she was like, you have to stop moving. You're going to cause it to sting me. And you're like freaking out. Like yeah. you wanted to, you wanted to slap it away. Yeah, I did. I did. I wanted I think, to. So what happened? It just flew off? It eventually did. Remember when you're, we had Luca's birthday party and, uh. There was bees everywhere. It was <laughs> everywhere. A, it was the worst yeah. ever. Like so, Matt, we went to the park and Rick had thrown a birthday party for his son. This is maybe like two, two years, three years ago, something like that. Like three years ago. And so we get there, and I get my my kids with me, and we notice a couple of bees out front. I'm like, oh, that's okay. We're outside. We're in yeah. our pavilion. It's no big deal. We go inside, and then I look at the trash. I go. To, I went to throw something away, it's and it is full of everywhere. bees. Like it is just like I couldn't even throw the thing in there because it would hit a bee. And I was like, oh, I'm good. And I turn around, and there's bees. And I look, and you know that moment, like in a movie, where they zoom in on your face, and then they zoom in at what you're looking at. Like that's what it would have been like. I just saw bees flying everywhere. I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> It was so many bees. It was, was so many bees. I was bees. freaked out. So we just went and played the playground because I was like, I don't want to deal with these bees, yeah. man. It was great. <laughs> Good times. So, so yeah, neither. 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 Wasp versus bees. Yeah. Um, humans lose. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, today, uh, we want to wish a special happy birthday um, tomorrow. No, it was what's well, belated birthday because it was like two days ago, right? It was two days ago. Time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist. I don't remember the person's birthday now because you started talking. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but if you remember, no, reach it, was out Hen- to- Hen- it was um, it was Jenny from Force Gump. That's right. It's Jenny's birthday uh, on the sixteenth, so that was two days ago. I don't I don't understand. Happy we're, early birthday, Jenna. Look, we're in the quantum realm right now, so I don't know what time it is. <laughs> but happy birthday, Jenna. Uh, if yeah, Facebook.com slash is going to get stupid. Email uh, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com instagram at it's going to get stupid or twitter at igtgs show or you can go to the website at www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com please rate and subscribe to the itunes yes. podcast and uh, give us a five-star rating let us know what you think let us uh, drop us a line tell us what you want to hear give us some show topics uh tell us we suck we do whatever you want man it's cool don't do that we're fragile i'm not fragile you can tell me i suck and i'll be like no you suck oh you know what if you email <laughs> i'll tell the you right, definition I will of tell fragile you, i'll tell you right now no if you i'll tell you right now if you email me with any disparaging remarks i promise i will send you back an all caps email <laughs> Very, very tasteful. Only in the subject Very line. tasteful. No, the whole, the whole body, everything. No, I'm All saying kept. the entire email will be no, in the subject oh, line. Yes, even better. I will put the entire email in the subject line just for you <laughs> if you email something to the Anyway, that's it. We're out. Have a good day. 